Hello, everyone, and welcome to Forfeit Podcast, episode 32, also known as Quarantine Episode 1. <laughs> first of hopefully not that many quarantine episodes. Uh, and the first remote episode via uh, via modern technology and them internets working for us, working double time. Took us a couple, uh, couple goes, goes at it and one credit card... Uh, <laughs> One credit card headshot later, and <laughs> Bill, why did you make why did you make your credit card your avatar? <laughs> so we need an answer. I I'm sorry, I was talking over you. What what was the question? I said, why did you make your credit card? I only had that in my resume as under death. The, the oh my god, your resume. Oh. My resume is a little dated, so I don't want to put a dated resume out there. So, okay. I mean, so we have Wild Bill on the call. We also so, have Jesse. What's so up, instead Jeff? of a dated resume, <laughs> you, you use your credit card that somebody could then steal. <laughs> can't make this shit up. Yeah, can't. I, mean, I mean, with our, our bountiful viewer base, I'd hope to think nobody would do that, but... <laughs> If they want to take my last eighty-seven dollars, and so be it. Oh boy, we got there. Got we got a little nippy there. Yeah, I'm gonna need a beer for this episode, possibly but too. Save Monday, and it already feels like a Thursday or Friday. I'll day tell you. One, day one of quarantine, most of America have been has have been self quarantined to their homes, right? Designers uh, have been. Uh, most of us are fortunate enough to hold jobs where. Um, we can work from home. We have the technology, and we have the. We work in a space that uh, allows us to work from home. Uh, so it was day one of that. I, I'm working uh, from home for at least two weeks. I think uh, John, Jesse, same. Yes, yeah. sir. So yeah. far, so good. Bill, you're still out there banging elbows with contractors. I'm still trying to be part of civilization where yeah. designers want to take away from it, but that's fine. It's okay. Gonna be like Bill's going to be like out there, like it's going to be like Mad Max or like uh, Twelve yeah. Monkeys or something. The and Bill's going to be out there out driving around through the world. You're going to have to pay me your monies. Bill's going to be the first one eaten in like in Walking Dead. Yep. I'm like, oh, hey, buddy, where are we, what are you lost? Need directions? Oh, yeah. Exactly. Turn out so good. That's exactly how it's going to go down, too. I still think right now Jesse's monitoring a flight path. Um, that's where my head's going right now. He's got something flying. I don't know what direction, but that could be a little care package. No, I'm, I'm, I am uh, using the te- the modern technology with dual monitors oh, so boy. I can check the Twitters to see if there's any breaking news during our podcast. That's fantastic. That's a great idea. That's <laughs> breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> so far, there is there is not there is nothing radio silence as of right now but that wasn't the case earlier for uh you know for all most of the professional sports world um the, their lives have been put on hold for both the athletes and the and the fans but uh that's not so much the case for the NFL today um as free agency uh made quite a splash it was uh Pretty uh, pretty active day today, fellas. Sure. Um, a lot of ins, a lot of outs, you know? Uh, all over the league. I guess the biggest was the um, 
was the signing of uh, DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals, the trade, right, that went down? Yes, sir. Yeah. So if you guys had to grade that, what would you what would you say, uh, Jesse? We'll start with you. I think the general manager of the Cardinals should be in jail right now for robbery. <laughs> he got a top two, top three wide receiver in this league for a, a running back that's beat up on a big money contract and a mid level pick. Like that's a steal and a half. And a washing machine. That's a steal. I still think David Johnson's better than he has been, but, I mean, I have to agree with Jesse. It's not even close. DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, you could, you know, Antonio Brown removed this. I mean, it's probably Julio or DeAndre, like, who you pick as the best receiver. I mean, it's, well, you know, what what you're looking for. But to get, are you, you know, like Jesse, I agree, top three receiver at worst. For a running back who, even if he comes back strong, is a top 10, top 12 running back, but – even that might be pushing it a little bit, but uh, I mean that you know. But it's still one of those things that's a big move. But they're still the at best third or fourth best team in their division, the Cardinals. So I don't, you know, I mean, it's I don't think Seattle's going anywhere. San Fran's not going to take a step back, and the Rams we're going to wait and see. I mean, you know, they're making some changes. I think I think they're like kind of like the Eagles, like they're not in a rebuild. They're trying to kind of rebuild on the fly. You know, kind of add a couple of pieces here or there because they have their quarterback, they have some good pieces, but they have some big holes too. So, I mean, it's probably obviously two thirds of the league can say that, <laughs> but I think uh, you know, as big a move DeAndre was, it doesn't move the needle for the Cardinals. I don't think like they're not a playoff team yet. They're like probably in that seven and nine, eight and eight range, which is, you know, if you're a Cardinals fan, step in the right direction. Right. Yeah. You've got a young quarterback that you hope is your franchise guy, and you just went out and got him a wide receiver. Yep, and you have a running back in Drake and Edmonds. You have a good tandem. You know, they're a little light at the tight end, but I don't think uh, in that Kingsbury system he he wants a tight end, really. So, I mean, you put him out there with Fitzgerald, a good possession receiver, kind of like your tight end. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're going to score some points. It's just I think they're going to give up a lot of points still on defense. So... But that's a lot of teams, though, too. I mean, I was hoping for the Eagles to make the splash move, but I guess it's, it's a good thing when you don't make any bad moves so far either. I think a couple of teams have some questionable contracts being given out already. Yeah. You know? Before we jump into the Eagles real quick, I just had a question that popped into my head, and it might be a stupid hypothetical one, but I'm trying to see, do you do we know where Arizona's picking in the draft? I can't remember. Number... I believe eight. So they're eight. So yeah, they're eight or you, nine. Yeah. Do you think acquiring D Hop is just a uh, uh, an asset for them to then try to jump up in the draft? Essentially, uh, um, no. Upstairs, they they were looking at apparently Kyler. You know, wanted them to, to take C D Lamb, college teammates. There's some connection there. You know, all the mocks had them taking a receiver. At eight, whether they would or not, you know, who goes. But I definitely think this now does put other teams in that mix to, to, to get a receiver. You know, like the Colts now might be looking at one. And well, at and now the Niners. The Niners, because they're going to let Emmanuel walk. They're not going to pay him. Like, that's somebody I can see us signing. Honestly. Howie. Howie. 
But you put Debo, Kittle, and one of these top receivers out there with that running game, then Shanahan has that offense humming again. I mean, it's just a matter of, you know, they traded away some big big pieces on defense, though. Well, that one, Buckner, I mean, that's a big loss. He's the ball player. Now, see, you know, he's not – but also, he had a big salary. They say he's making $21 million this year. Like, I don't know if he's a $21 million player. So. The problem is, even if they went out and at that pick at, what, 13 you're not going to get yeah. the odds of getting the next him at that spotter are low. No, you're right. I mean, DeAndre was a second round pick out of, I'm pretty sure out of Clemson or late first. He wasn't like a top 15 pick, you know, and that's the thing. It's like at 21, we could take the third or fourth receiver off the board in rugs or, you know, Jefferson, and he could turn out to be the best receiver. That's what's yeah. so crazy about this. It's like, it's just kind of having faith in Howie, like I know we all have in this room. Oh, yeah. Well, three-quarters of us have tremendous amount of faith. And then there's a quarter of us that has the utmost faith. Right, Jesse? Yeah, I have zero faith in Howie. Well, I just think – I really feel – I'm going to ask John this. Do you think there's any way Howie pulls the trigger with a receiver in round one? No. I stand up. I stand on my previous linebacker. John, you were you're standing on a linebacker, right? Um, linebacker round one or a corner. There's personally for me, there's one linebacker that I want for agency, and that'll dictate whether we draft one or not. But yeah, uh, Blake, he's not going to come here. I know who you want, and he's we would be the perfect fit in the city. But I just don't think anything. I don't think Green Bay would ever let him walk away. Mike Pettin is no dummy. Well. And, Getting right. signing Kirksey, I think, was a was a big big play for them. So we'll we'll see how that how that works out. No, I mean, I guess that you know you know you're, you're right. I, I mean, that would be truthfully at this point, Blake Martinez is number one on my free agent list because yeah. I don't think there's anybody else like out there like Byron Jones. Like that was such rejoice when I saw the uh, look come up on score that the Dolphins signed him because I was like. That's the kind of money I think Howie – like, I, I bet you we weren't that far off from our, from our offer. I bet you we were in that 15, 16 million range, and the Dolphins just topped it, you know, because, I, I, you know I, – I, I don't think we're anywhere close to that. You don't, don't think, think – No, no. You don't – I mean – got 50 million guaranteed. I will say we were not, John. I could say we were in the year maybe, but uh, annual salary, but maybe I don't think we were in the guarantee range. I'll yeah, give you that. There's, like there's we might thirty thirty-two guaranteed over two years, like, but I don't think we were going that third year basically because he basically makes nineteen million or like eighteen million guaranteed now for three years. And then, like I always say, like for what? For what? What did he do? He I mean, he's a good player. He's a really good player. I don't question that. But I think it's just he's, you know, like Byron Maxwell, just right it the right market for free agency, and it's a thin position. You know, but I feel like you say that about everything now. Like linebackers are thin. You know, I guess I, I don't know. I, I think to back to your original question, I don't think that if Ruggs is there, obviously you're going to take a guy like that, right? But he's not going to be there. So then nope. you got to look at your second tier players. Is a guy is it, if you're in the wide receiver market still, is a guy like Jerry Judy there? Is Ceedee Lamb there? Probably not. No. So then are you going to get the next tier? It's like it's like fantasy football. You know, you take the there's the first four running backs, and then you have your choice between five, six, and seven, or do you want to get the number one wide receiver? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think they have a lot of 
question a lot of like choices there, but they'll they'll see what the draft dictates. And and I don't think personally that any of those three guys would be there at 21. If you want to trade up for them, I possibly. But then again, like, what are you trading? Are you trading a boatload of picks? You know, I'd rather I'd rather get other positions than wide receiver, honestly. Well, there seems to be a pretty pretty thick receiving core lately, you know. But we've heard that before. I think Jesse knows that. That's and how he picks the one um <laughs> one the one you know, the turd. He'll he'll find the one turd. And that's kinda I think because that one mock I saw, we, we, we took a, that cornerback that's a little undersized from TCU in round one. And yeah. then we took that Penn State receiver in round two. It was like yeah, great. a small two corner. Bust, busts and busts. I yeah. can't wait. Like small undersized cornerback, both good instincts, and a receiver that's quick. Good but can't round catch round, the ball. Bad hands. It's like. Yeah, can't wait. It's like, I, 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 and I don't want to hear we're going to coach him up. Because, I mean, we have a new receiving coach this year. So, it's like, I don't know. I mean, I, uh, you know, well, I guess, uh, you know, it's just not fair to, 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 to crap on him yet. But, I don't know. I'd I, I rather take some blue chip guys if we can. With these, well, with these. And that's the thing. Where, where we're drafting, the there are three or four really good top-end corners in this draft. And there are two first-round safeties. So that's five guys right there. We're 21. One of them should be there. One of them's going to be there. Because you figure there's going to be three quarterbacks going. And if you think the three, if the three best wide receivers are gone, correct. That's already six guys. If you're saying there's five good corners and safeties, that's 11 players right there. Somebody's going to draft a tackle, uh, an offensive lineman, a linebacker. One of, those, one of those guys is going to be there for us. Yeah. We just need some teams to get dumb and dra- and take a reach on a, on the third quarterback. You know what I want to know right now, John, is who on Harry on, on Howie's wish board would he trade up for to like 15, 16 with the Falcons or somebody like that? Like, I, I don't, think it's, I don't like, think it's much of a wish list. I think it's more of like, you know, the holes, the plug, and how much it's going to get to get there. Like, are you going to trade a one next year and a three this year to move up to 12, 13, 14? I don't think it'll perfect? take that much, though. Huh? I don't think it'll take that much. Or who's it going to be? What team is it going to be to break the – like do something crazy that breaks the board to it'll make the, then Howie think twice it'll and, be the and, and fuck this whole thing up again? Well, I think the I think the you know every year there's a there's a team that just like does something out of the blue that that tail spins everyone's draft strategy it seems and it always seems and the Eagles always seem to be fall victim to one of those crazy tail spins and they think twice and they don't they pick the guy that doesn't pan out. You look at the Niners today and what they did with their trade to move up and you kind of think to yourself, okay, do you have to, you probably have to be around 14, 15 or 16 to get one of those three guys. Yeah. My opinion, but you know, there's Tampa Bay in the running for our friend, Tom Brady. And, you know, 
if they sign Tom Brady, which I find very hard to believe, there's a perfect spot at 14 for them to take one of those wide receivers to add to their receiving core. Again, imagine Tom Brady with Mike Evans, with a guy like Ruggs or Judy or Lamb. And they still have O.J. Howard, right? I believe so. Don't don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure they do. I mean, so, all that dude needs is a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of variables that I think that are going on, but again, 14, 15, 16 is probably where you're gonna where you're gonna need to be. Um, I just, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know what's gonna take it to move up. And I, you know, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna move up, go get the number one guy. And I don't know if he's still going to be there at 14, but I don't know. We'll see. Ruggs is the most dynamic of the three Mm -hmm. because you can play him out of the backfield. You can do end arounds. You can do jet sweeps. You can do all kinds of, 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 and get him in motion. Think of him like the way that we used Deshaun the first couple of years he was here, where he was just this dynamic force and, that's Ruggs, and on top of it, Ruggs can run routes and has burner speed. So, like, if you're going to really do something crazy, you go for him out of the other two. The other two are more polished route runners, but Ruggs is the more dynamic of the three. Would, would you guys all I, – I hate to even bring this up because I don't want to put this in the universe for it to, have, to happen, but with yeah. the whole like, – with the whole idea of, of Dak being tagged now, there's Amari out there. Is Amari Cooper worth it more than one of those wide receivers that we just named them in the draft? Well, the, the problem is there if if and I think we talked about this the last episode, if we were at ten, it w- it it wouldn't matter. You knew you'd be able to get one of them. So you could tailor your free agent strategy to that. But at 21, we kind of have to get a corner and a wide receiver either through a trade or free agency. We can't go into this draft hoping that one of those guys will be there because at 21, something could happen. We could get shot in the dick and all five of those guys, all five of those corners and safeties could go and the three corners and the three wide receivers could go. And then what? Then we're screwed. Right. Well, I mean, also, there's enough in free agency for a corner. I think right here, right now, they're still going to sign a free agent corner. Um, and, and and I think then they'll just add in the draft with, you know, because they still have Rasul Douglas. They still have uh, Sidney Jones. They still have Craven LeBlanc. Um, they're going to bring Mills back, right? You know, you, you think Mills is coming back. You hope they bring him back. You, you you add in you know like I said today uh, Desmond Trufant um, there's guys like Logan Ryan um, uh, Berlin's own yeah so I mean there there's guys out there that you know we we could take us there's Slay still available and from what it looks like right now you know the Lions are spending a ton of money so it might be time for him to kind of Hit, hit the hit the bricks and get somewhere else, but I don't know. But we got a lot of holes, man. We still got a lot of holes. Still, well, one hole we're not we don't have anymore is that D tackle. That's with, for sure. Uh, the deal uh, that came over the uh, over the line uh, today. 
Javon Hargrave. Big money, too. Big money. What do you think? I mean... Uh, I mean, I think we're trying to we're trying to show that you win the game in the trenches. I mean, between Malik Fletcher and this guy now, we yeah. got a lot. I mean, our D line and Brandon Graham makes a good amount of money still too. I think is he a free agent, Brandon? No, we we resigned him last year. But I don't know if it was a one year deal or if we gave him a two year deal. The Eagles no, have like three a- D tackles making ten million dollars or more. Yep. Um, Hargrave's uh, pressure rating was fourteen point two percent. That's third in the NFL behind Aaron Donald and Chris Jones. Um, he had 12, uh, 10 and a half sacks over the last two years, 98 pressures in his four years in Pittsburgh. So sounds like the kid can play. I mean, he's big. He, he hates Dallas. Apparently. Well, and the biggest thing I think with a guy like this is, is and, and what I'm glad to see Howie and Doug and whoever's involved with the team building – is we're building a team to win our division. And we got to deal with Zeke and Saquon four games a year. I mean, we got to stop the run. We have yep. to make Daniel Jones and Dak beat us. And the Redskins, I mean, even with F- AP's going to play, oh, he's 45 and we can't tackle him. So, I mean, hell well, look, we also had team. trouble getting to the quarterback last year, too. Well, we, we do, but I think as long as we can get pressure, I think that's what the Schwartz defense is predicated on is just, you know, getting to the quarterback, making him make quick decisions kind of – I mean, any team wants that from their defense. Also, think, look, go back to the Miami game. I mean, I hate to want to go back there, but – game just – I mean – I mean, look at – I mean, we made – we we gave, you know, their quarterback all kinds of time. We yeah, our corners pretty great. shot that game, though. You know? I mean, we were getting turned around by Devon. I mean, Devon came up with injuries too, but, you know, I mean – Next man up, right? I mean, but look at that. I mean, Devontae Parker was the third receiver taken in the Sammy Watkins-Mike Evans draft. And he's no Mike Evans, but he's leaps and bounds better than Sammy Watkins, I feel. And he was the third receiver taken, you know, behind Watkins, who went like six to the – I mean, the Bill traded up to get Sammy, I think, too. So and it's like – got traded around. <laughs> you know, and, you know, and the, you know, you know, like we said, it's like – yeah, so it's it's nicer to get the number one pick at that at a position, but sometimes that guy that goes third or fourth ends up being the best position pick, you know. And I mean, shit, look, look at Dillard. Trade up, we trade up because we we know we're afraid the Ravens. I mean, the uh, Texans really want him and all this and all that. And now, what do we have? A first round guy that we're unsure of now. I mean, I mean, like these are things that I mean, I don't know. I just feel like these are things that just happen too frequently with us and. We caught lightning in a bottle one year, but I mean, I don't know. At some point, it's like we got to build through the draft, and I don't think we do that right now. We just no, don't. we're terrible at it. By the way, Javon Hargrave's nickname is the Grave Digger, so gotta love that. Oh, oh, man. You know, he's gonna fit in nicely. No, I'm surprised that. Uh, and well, I guess when you get franchised, you can still get a deal signed because I, I, I see the Titans franchise Derrick Henry. I thought they would just lock him up, but. Maybe they're working on a long-term deal because I can't see them letting him go. I mean, that's another interesting position is the running back. I mean, look at our. I mean, what's our situation now? So we just we just let Clement go to entertain free agency, right? He may come yeah. back. He may not come back, right? That remains to be seen. He's gone. They would have tendered him if they didn't tender him. He's most likely gone, right? So there's some interesting names floating around. In that, posi- in that position, 
Um, you know, we keep talking about Melvin Gordon as a possibility. Um, I love him on this team. I mean, for the right for the right deal with the right contract, I would I would be a thousand percent on board. I feel like though, he he wants twenty plus carries, and I mean, Miles Sanders is really good. I just one thing with Miles that worries me a little bit, even more than the fumbles. It seems like he gets dinged up a lot, like in games. He comes back now, which is nice. Yeah, but he gets dinged up a lot, man. Like he's always in the tent. But yeah. it's you know, little it's, guy, man. He's a little he guy, you know. He is, and you know, I think he's he's good about going down before he gets crunched a lot. But he runs between the tackles a little bit, and you know, I just kind of fear. But honestly, the way um, uh, Boston Scott played, I mean. I'm okay dumping resources in other positions. I mean, going in with my, I mean, I'm sure we'll sign some veteran guy, you know, for, as a third back. I, I, I'd be shocked if we didn't. It's funny uh, you mentioned him. Well, and what's the deal with Jordan Howard? I mean, we could bring him back too, but I mean, you know, there's he's like a bigger body. He, you know what I mean? No, he was solid. I mean, it, it just he clearly was hurt for us to deal with yeah. that shoulder. So it's, I mean, I would, I would like. Yeah, he to has have, a history of injuries too, you know. He just can't seem to stay on the field. Yeah, running back, I think we're okay. I mean, not obviously upgrades are always doable, but I think we're okay at the running. Hell, I'd, I'd maybe even look at Devontae Freeman if at the right number. That was, that was the next guy I was going to bring up because, you know, there's a guy that's been banged up, but, you know, Catches the ball in the backfield really well. He's proven. For, He's proven. He goes down you for know? a few games. You let Miles step up and carry the workload with Boston, and then yep. Yep. we hope he got all three healthy for the playoffs. He's proven. Right. He's just he's in the one city that probably has a slightly darker cloud over it than us at times, which is Atlanta. Yeah, I, I just when see, it comes to I their football team. I just don't see us going after Melvin Gordon, giving him a boatload of money. No, nah, you're not. I mean, we're not. I mean, but. I, I know we supposedly poked around at the trade deadline, like trading Jordan Howard for him, but I think, you know, he's in that seven, eight, ten million range, and we're not going to pay that to a running back when we have Sanders. Maybe and, LeSean will come back. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I wouldn't be devastated by it, but I just, you know, the fact that he didn't dress for any playoff games is a, is a little telling to me. You know, Andy didn't even dress him in any game. So it's, you know, I, I, I think he didn't need to. You mentioned Boston Scott earlier, and it, it made me look down the list here that I'm looking at Deion Lewis, and I was like, man, if we didn't have Boston Scott, Deion Lewis was definitely, even though he was an ex-Eagle, he yeah. is a, he's definitely a guy that I thought we would we would take a look at. But, you know, now with Boston Scott, like, you know, what do you I mean? think he has that hunger being under, you know, being undrafted, and he just has that drive. And, I mean, I, I don't care who you play. You get three touchdowns in a game. I mean, you're, you're balling. I mean, and at the goal line for being his size, he has no fear. Like, he just runs so hard. And he's just one of those guys that's easy to root for. I think he really is our Darren Sproles 2.0 going forward. I just don't – I don't think he can handle 20 carries a game. I don't want him to. I mean, I want Miles to be the featured back and then let Boston kind of be the change of pace a little bit. Even though yeah, Miles I think I think too. that that's I think you're right there, Bill. I think that that's what it would ultimately be. And then you bring in a veteran guy, kind of maybe on that third and one guy, that thumper guy, like a Jordan Howard on the right deal. Yep. Is Lagara Blunt still in the league? I bring that's Le what Garrett. I mean. We're missing that Lagara Blunt guy who can just mm-hmm. lower his head and just move bodies. It's a master. And then, you know, because uh, we, we, uh, 
I, I think we're going to have so much money tied up in the wide receiver position, whether we keep Alshon or not. Between him and Deshaun, that's a lot of money tied up. So it's, you know, and we got, we, you know, we need linebackers, we need cornerbacks. I mean, it's, I, I'm, I'm a wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, no. So, I mean, you know, we're going to have to pay somebody. I feel like we're going to draft somebody and then sign like a veteran guy like Tajay Sharp or something. That could be good, you know, make some plays, but I don't think we're, uh, you know, get, I, I think Amari stay, I think Amari's staying in Dallas. I'd be shocked if he left at this point. You know, especially with Jones leaving, they're not going to let Amari walk out. Could I ask another question that I know is going to cause a stir here? What's up? What about our backup quarterback situation? Because we don't have one. Well, do we have not? Do we have Sudfeld still? Like, is he negative? So he's a free agent. We're not going to, I guess, pursue him. I'm wondering. I guess he He gets hurt. He gets hurt all the time. And I, I, I think we're going to draft somebody like in round five or six, a guy to take a flyer on. And then I think we're going to sign somebody. We're going to sign. We're, we're back in the same thing, though. You need a veteran. Yeah, quarterback. I agree, John. The best case scenario is getting Josh McCown back, maybe. <laughs> no. Nah. Thank you. Uh, on the coaching staff. There is. There, sure. I'll guy, take there, Josh McCown on the coaching staff. There is nothing out there. For backup quarterbacks, I'm looking at the list. There is nothing, no. absolutely nothing. Look at AJ McCarron's of the world, and he would have been a good one. He he's he's the youngest on this on this list, to the point where obviously we're not going to get Jameis Winston as a backup, but no. he's the youngest on the list behind Nate Sudfeld, who's available. There's Colin Kaepernick. I mean, if you think about it, we, you know, when, when we do our Carson, who's better than Carson list, which Carson falls at number seven, pretty consistently. So when you go past that, there's really, if you think about it, maybe 12 or 13 quarterbacks that you'd really feel comfortable with saying, all right, this is our quarterback. You know what I mean? So yep. think about it. There's 32 teams in the league. That means there's 18, 19 teams. That, that that don't really have a star quarterback or somebody who can play like a star. So to have a backup, it's just like, shit, there's teams that don't even have quarterbacks. I mean, look yeah, at the Bears with Trubisky. What do you do with that, that situation? I would assume as well, not to throw this name out there, but I'm going to because it, it, it irks me. But Joe Flacco is looking to make $20 million this year. He'll probably get That's what he said? Get, what he probably, said? Uh, it's his base salary is $20 million. Oh, I, I thought he was a free agent. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's most likely going to be one because it's oh, – oh, he'll get cut? Okay. I don't know when his 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 kicker kicks in. I'm trying to look. I guess he's not guaranteed anything. He's a dead cap hit at $13 million. I'm sorry. His cap hit's $23 million. I mean, he's that's probably like, our most viable option right now, right? Realistically. I mean, He's he's like it or not. Like it or not. I mean, he's thirty-five. I'd rather, dude. I'd rather have Josh McCown than I mean, than him. We're not, looking at okay. okay so I, other I than disagree. that, you're looking at like the Chase Daniels, the Josh McCowns, the Matt Moores, you know, Colt McCoys, Chad Hennies. I think we get to draft somebody and hope he can play a little bit and just kind of groom him. Yeah. And come on, Bill. Come on. That 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 has, that doesn't work. It hasn't worked. You're just gonna let a, a rookie go. You need you need a veteran in here. You need a veteran. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, they'll sign somebody. They'll pick somebody up off the. I mean, well, right tell, now, tell me, I'm looking at the list. You want, who's our practice squad quarterback right now? Who's our who's our quarterback on the practice squad? Got to have one on the practice squad. I mean, because we had that what Thorson guy, or did we cut him last year? No, he didn't make. He got signed to Dallas. Our practice squad guy last year was probably Sudfeld. No, it was uh, Kyle Lalletta is our practice. Oh, Lalletta, he got drafted by the uh, the the Giants. Yeah, yeah, great. I think it's Northwestern, or he played in Eastern Illinois. Richmond. Oh, okay. He was the guy that people like liked in New York, obviously when they drafted him, but then you know didn't really do much. So that's what I mean. Like we need a guy like that. I'm not saying him specifically. That Doug can coach up because I mean. It just isn't a guy out there. Like Nick's, yeah, we, need a, we need a veteran backup. Nick's gonna go sign with the Bears and win twelve games with them, probably. I mean, or eleven. But I mean, I mean, we 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 can do the exercise, but there's really not quarterbacks out there. Nope. No, I'm I'm looking at the list. There's nothing. Not backups. <laughs> not backups. No, I mean, I mean, plenty of quarterbacks available. I mean, only the aging quarterbacks, but not not anything backup worthy. They're all starter. If Miami signs somebody like a like, if Miami signs a starting quarterback, maybe you go pick up a Josh Rosen or a Fitzpatrick. You know, I would I would take Ryan Fitzpatrick all day. Backup quarterback. Roll the dice on a Josh Rosen if he's out there, John. Fitzpatrick's under contract. How about Rosen? How much? What's his contract? Now he may he makes like he's he, he he's he's on he a team too much money. They picked, him, they, they picked it up at the end of last season. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, too much. Probably, guys right? here. It's too much for what we're for what we're willing to spend. I'm sure. You know, we've got thirty-seven years old. We're uh, he's, gonna, he's gonna make eight million this year. How about a uh, like Mike Glennon or Doug Peterson or that Peterson guy? <laughs> Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. Nate Peterson is the guy Nate that Peterman the, uh, was tender today by the Raiders. Oh boy. Yeah, but didn't the Raiders just sign um, Mariota? Right. Oh, they did sign him? Yeah. Yeah, Raiders signed Mariota. Oh, Johnny Gruden. Hey, let's bring Sammy Sleeves back. But, again, this this sort of steers the conversation back to, like, Brady and stuff. Like, Where's if, he going? If Brady signs with a team, like, like I'll just, you know, let's say. Um, He's not Chargers. going to Tampa. He's not let's going say to the Tampa. Chargers, right? Okay. I think that'd be a great fit for him, by the way. That would probably be a realistic fit. If he's going to leave New England, I think, yeah, Chargers. I'd go to Miami, personally. <laughs> um, that the uh, offense I don't – You give him Mike Williams and Hunter Henry and then Austin Eckler in the backfield, the dump-offs. I mean, that's a Tom Brady offense right there. Seriously. A top-10 tight end, a top-10 – 10, 12 receiver in Keenan, and then Mike Williams is your deep ball guy. I mean, that's a that's a pretty good offense. And their right. defense, Joey Joey Bosa. So so th- there's a there's a landing spot for him, right? So obviously Philip Rivers isn't going back there. So then that moves Philip Rivers to say someone somewhere like Tampa Bay, the which Colts then moves the the Jameis Winston maybe to somewhere else like the Colts or something. And I'm just throwing these. Yeah, no, yeah, you know, things that need starting quarterback. All of a sudden, there's a guy like Jacoby Brissett who's available as a backup. So there is a lot of chips that'll kind of move around. You yeah. will. I mean, you're right. You know, and that's what's going to happen. Like, 
like, you know, a Case Keenum. I mean, obviously, I know he just got signed for the Browns. But, like, a guy like that, like, you know, somebody that's – You wouldn't you know, want Brock or, Osweiler? No. No. I was kidding. That's, I mean, some people think – I'd rather have Blake Bortles. Yeah. I mean, All Case right. Keenum can go in there and challenge Baker Mayfield for the starting job potentially. I don't I think Baker has that locked down. That's not happening. Well, with the new coach, this is his third year. I, I mean – after this year, you know, they don't – I mean, he only has one more year left on his rookie deal. Like, you know, that, that it's the thing with, with, you know, the quarterbacks. It's – you give them, you know, two, three, four years and they don't do it, you move on to the next. You've got to accept it. I mean, yep. it took Tim Couch over Donovan. <laughs> you know, it, what, what do they tender Taysom Hill at? I mean, you could go out there and spend a, a number one pick on, on Taysom Hill and really screw the Saints, you know? No, might, I mean – Might be yeah. worth it. I, I would really want to burn a first-round pick on a guy that's thrown four passes ever. I mean, yeah, that's, be dead. That, that's worth four, that's worth a first-round pick all day, every day. I mean, he's proven to be a better tight end. He's proven to be a better tight end or a slot guy at this point. That Still. fucking fourth in one play that they did their next snap to him on. Yeah. That dude What's said he wants to play quarterback. And they put a first-round tender on him, hoping that some team is going to do something dumb. But yeah, because I mean, Teddy's gone. He'll go to the Bears. They're saying the Bears. He didn't think Miami was a good fit. I think I, I think well it was or somebody else. They said he, he didn't think it was a good fit. But he'll start somewhere. He should start some. Hell, he might go to New England. They were saying if Tom Brady leaves, you Who, know, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, Teddy Bridge. Well, you know? that's the thing. Brady, I think, sets everything in motion for the quarterbacks. He does. Because then, you know, because then you can sign Rivers and Jameis and other guys to take a shot at. You know, I'm surprised Marcus went kind of quickly. Did he get paid or was it like a prove-it deal? Not, not, nothing's come out yet about it yet that I'm looking at. Uh, just a signed contract doesn't, doesn't say. I mean, he'll, he'll definitely compete for a starting job with, with uh, David Carr. Okay, uh, here you go. Hot takes. Here we go. Chad has signed a two-year deal with the Kansas City Chiefs. Stephon Diggs has been traded to Buffalo for a 20 seventh-round pick, a 2020 first-round pick, a 2020 fifth-round pick, a 2026th-round pick, and a 2021 fourth-round pick. Wow. So that's one, two, three, four, five picks. They got they got double the value for digs that Houston got for D Hop. Yeah. Wow. So I mean well, that's, wow. You want to yeah, talk it's about up to value. That's well. That's, I'm trying to think what they recently just did. What did Buffalo recently do too? Let me look. Uh Josh, that's right, they got Josh Norman. That was nothing. That that completely demolishes the trade value for every other wide receiver. I don't think so. I mean, Stephon Diggs is, is like really good, but I don't know, man. He, to me, he's Deshaun Jackson, one of those guys that's just like. Yeah, but, but, but my point is he's not a D-hop. And, no, they got, not. And, and they got five picks for him. It's okay. It helps. It, it takes, it takes uh it takes a little pay, a little notch down on the um, on the Vikings, so I'm happy with that. 
do the Vikings draft in front of us or behind us? Um, behind, uh, behind us because they were 25. Like, okay, are- so then we don't have to worry about them. Right, and they have feeling, so. Yeah, you know, did they uh, – I, I, I can see them taking, like, taking Mims if we pass on them. Speed guy. Well, that's, uh, that's I mean, a lot of draft picks. So okay. they just well, spent – they just spent big money on Cousins and traded their number one wide receiver. Well, I think Thielen's well, number one, but I think I, I think I they think, don't want Diggs to cause any more issues. Okay. Yeah, I think Diggs, Diggs is like Deshaun. Like when he's playing great and whatever, you put up with the bullshit. But you know, a couple of things go wrong here and there. He starts. It's like, listen, dude, you ain't Antonio Brown good. So get the hell out. And for Mike Zimmer, kind of guy, he ain't gonna put up with that shit. Am I also crazy to think that <laughs> signing Hargrave and Malik Jackson sort of tells you that maybe Cox after the next two years is probably gone? I mean, probably in the sense that someone's going to pay him like a, a big time deal and I will probably offer him like a team friendly deal and he, if he, you know. Somebody like a Cleveland or whoever would offer him that big deal. He, he would walk. Like, he's not going to take a team deal. But to be truthful, like, at that point, I mean, yeah, he played better at points in the season last year. But next two years, I don't I don't hear his name called too much in games. Maybe it's just me. I'm missing it a little bit. Well, I mean, he gets doubled on every play. That's the thing, though. Like, And you're right. And that's his job to kind of just take up space and, like, blockers and whatnot. But, you know. If I'm Cox and I'm getting doubled every play, like the dude next to me's got to, has got to do work. Yeah, step up. Taking consideration too, Buffalo was at 22 here. You know, they obviously see the writing on the wall with wide receivers. Yeah, 22 where there are, you know, you got Jeff Diggs like. They probably were thinking, like, man, we're probably not going to get any three of those guys, so let's go out and get a guy and, and pay, and pay with draft picks. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the thing. It's That's why you pay a guy for agency because he's done it in the NFL level. College, you're still hoping he can transition into the league. It's, you know, a lot of – I mean, if you think about it, there's 32 first-round picks. Maybe 10 or 12 are actually, like – end up being worthy of a first-round pick every year. So I'd say more than half, if not two-thirds of the picks in the first round aren't really first-round quality picks. And so Dick's salary is uh, pretty and, manageable as well. No, I, I, I think that's probably why they were willing to offer more. And it's, again, anything else. It's, you know, what Jesse's been preaching. I think we all have, too. But they went out and trade, you know, have a top-five quarterback in Josh Allen. Give him some shiny toys to play with. Why have a top, you know, top tier quarterback if you're gonna, you know, give them, you know, you know, I know the argument always is, well, look at Tom Brady. Well, there's only one Tom Brady. How about that? You know, you know, look at Peyton Manning when he had stud receivers in, in Indianapolis and Denver, unstoppable. I mean, look at Russell Wilson when he had, you know, Doug Baldwin and Percy Harvin and Tyler Lockett like going strong, and he had a good tight end. Fantastic. But you take away the weapons, yeah, they're still good quarterbacks, but it's you know, but if, if you surround the guy with good players, it makes him play better. So, well, Diggs will open up the field for him and, you know, hopefully give the offense. Guy, some, but, you know, you put him and John Brown together. Breathing room. 
John Brown and him, and then you put Cole yeah. Beasley in the slot. Yeah. You know, Josh Who's is the a tight end. So. Who's the tight end? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and that's kind of, and then a good running back in Singleton, or Singletary rather, that Devin kid. You know, Jesse, he was ranked like 30 spots ahead of Miles Sanders and like top rookies. Did you see that? No. Miles Sanders, Sanders was ranked like 50th for top rookies this year, dude. He Ooh. got completely hosed. And Singletary was like number 18 or 19. And they had like identical numbers, basically. But yeah, no, Sanders didn't get a lot of love this year from like the league. I, th- I, think, I think he played really, actually well above what I thought he was going to do, personally. I couldn't be happier with Miles. Speaking of the draft, um, how weird is it going to be with no fans and no fan activity there, and these guys are still going to be getting on a boat and just... <laughs> no, like, I don't even think they're going to do that. No? I think they're going to do it like that. all remote, everyone's staying with their family, quarter wings, and... Roger Goodell's going to be in his, in his office. Like this. Doing, yeah, yeah. Because, I with mean... a green well, screen. With a green screen. We're not allowed to have more than 10, 15, 50 people together. So this, that ain't going to happen. You know how much a production costs and how, much, how many people are going to be there. And you see right now, like on NFL Network, these guys are all at home recording and, and you know, on TV. So... I don't. I don't see that happening. I don't, That's I don't. the first thing they do when they go up to greet the the commish. They give him a big old hug. Yeah. You know? First, give him a healthy handshake and you give him a hug. Yeah. Now yeah. that's you know, I, w- I wish a Jeff was tomorrow. I'm, I'm really kind of getting Jones for it. At least they haven't um, postponed it yet. Which they're not. Good. They're saying they're not. They're just going to pretty much do it from the league office. It's, it's just going to be scaled down a lot. They're just going to announce the picks basically. Yeah. So kind of sucks for the players that get drafted. They, you know, they miss out on, on that experience going up there. But yeah, the million dollar paychecks will make up for it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I think that'll smooth some <laughs> st- smooth some uh, t- hard feelings over. I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, sure not that I feel bad for any professional sports really, but like, I kind of feel bad for baseball in a sense that like, not just from a league, but just because spring training was gearing up and. You know, you're trying to get back in the swing of things. And, uh, you know, to have a, you know, pardon the pun, a, a curveball like this corona shit uh, kind of interrupt your your preparation and your flow. It's kind of, it's got to kind of, it's got to be an odd experience, you know. Yeah. So, you know, to be going, to be going hard, you know, in spring training and, and getting ready for the season uh, to start at a normal time and then to get it put on hold and then they're saying, oh, it'll be May. Now they're saying it might even be the end of June, early July now. Yeah, um, some some GMs are saying they wouldn't be surprised if it's July. Yeah, I mean, that would that's going to please a lot of people out there that, you know, think that, you know, baseball season uh, is, you know, way too long. I mean, you're going to see shortened uh regular seasons you're going to see short and post seasons obviously i think the nba is going to have to figure out what they're going to do if they want to have a playoff uh some any any sort of postseason um i mean what what do they do i mean what's one of the hypotheticals you know do they do they go march Madness style and it's still like eight teams but it's winter go home to to cut it down and and get it over with you know bang it out real quick 
I mean, do they cut it to five games as opposed to seven games? You could go three. Yeah, three games, and then maybe the finals is five games, or you do a full seven with the finals. I mean, you yeah. got to think about the TV contracts that they've, the TV deals that they sign too. I mean, and every this game gets real sticky. Cancel. Every game yeah. that you cancel, that's lost revenue, ticket sales, sodas, uh-huh. millions, millions and so millions. From what I understand, from what I've been hearing and watching on TV and so on and so forth, they are right now looking into pushing the season and then pu- putting it in other arenas where maybe it's, you know, this is a bad example, but they go and they play at, you know, Mike Krzyzewski court, you know what I mean? And they move games to other places where they can't get spots, maybe at the Wells Fargo center. Hmm. That's one of the things on the table from what I understand. Wow. Or do they play with like the big three player, the big three league, or whatever that that shit's called? Yeah, it might be literally like Sixers might have to go to Madison Square Garden to play a home game, right? Just to get it in, right? Because I don't, I don't think they, I, I don't think they shorten it because they, they, they can't really. I mean, you, you, you see what they did with, um, with the uh, Ivy League. They just, they just anointed some team. Because they were num- the number one seed, the champion, and I just don't see the NBA doing that. Not with all the these guys and how hard they work and stuff. I just don't, I don't see it. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna have to do something, like you said, because like in uh, in England right now, all the uh, the two big league, the big two big TV channels that have all the EPL games. Everybody's like, well, I've paid for my months and months and months. What am I getting a refund? And they're like, nah, we're we're keeping that money. We'll, we'll get the games on somehow. So oh, now all those well, leagues... They have talk, to play the games. <laughs> that, yeah, they're going to have to do something because especially in in a sport like, you know, world soccer, you not only do you have championships and, you know, who wins the league, but you have spots for who plays in the Champions League, which is m- tens of millions of dollars. And then you have the bottom three teams get kicked out of the league. Mm. They're, they're kicked out, and the minor league, te- the 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 second what do you division, mean kicked out. They're relegated out of the league. They're like sent to the second shit? division. Oh wow, really? So basically, think of it like a base a baseball. So like, if the Phillies finished last, the Phillies would get kicked out and sent to AAA, and the bet the the best AAA team would come up. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like every year in all of these countries, the bottom two, the bottom three teams are relegated out of the league and the top two or the top three are promoted. Hmm. So that's the whole thing over there. And that's another thing. Like you have all these teams that, you know, the ones that are going to get relegated, they're like, no, nah, we, we should we should cancel the season and 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 play it like it didn't happen. And so there's going to be lawsuits everywhere because the TV rights holders aren't going to want to pay out a dime on games that aren't played and the owners are going to try to weasel out of giving refunds on tickets they're going to try to roll it into you know next year's tickets or discounts or whatever it it's going to be a mess the the sad part about this whole thing and now kind of go full circle with our conversation here is that even if we push NBA, all, all sports, you push them two months. That's not going to 
solve anything because it, it all it takes is one person to get in that arena to infect 20, 30, 40 more people. So that that's the scary part of my opinion about the whole thing is like really we're just in, in delaying the inevitable. And it's kind of it's kind of scary and shitty at the same time. Yeah. Because I agree. Really we're I mean we're all sitting here in our houses can't go out, you know, we're all working from home 15 days and we want to everyone keeps talking about this curve shit and it's like that's great but like all of a sudden like you know 18 days from now 19 days from now they're gonna be like okay well you guys can go back to work and you know what the nhl is gonna start playing and it's like no that's not that's not gonna solve anything no it's the same fucking issue dude we're gonna be working from home for at least a month month and a half it's crazy it's crazy because the the infection rates are still doubling every day. Nuts. They they won't lift the quarantine or any of the stuff that's going on until you have what happens in China where you have day over day over day the infection rate drops. Right. And it, that's at least going to take a month month and a half. Mm. But when you've got like fucking idiots like down in Florida where they're still on spring break partying at the beach it said what did i just read it said this is our generation's uh what did it say? this is our generation's greatest test so well it's definitely something that i think that we've never we've never experienced yet in our lifetime um yet other countries have uh yeah. several times but the first time here in america in our lifetime we've we're faced with Thinking different, living different, um, you know, and that that's uh, it's a real, real thing. I mean, I think, uh, you know, up until last week, you know, there was a lot of people out there still thinking like, OK, where is the, where is this? Where's the line between, you know, media hype and this shit being real? And uh, when you see the NHLs and the NBAs and the. And not not just in sports, but, you know, in other big markets. I mean, world tours, you know, being shut down, Broadway going dark, you know, just all these things, you know, major, major world conferences that affect, um, you know, uh, the world's economy and just seeing it, you know, shit all over itself the past month, month and a half. It's just it's pretty crazy. And it's podcast being forced to have to do video chat i mean podcasts having to be you know forced on i want to say it but how, I, wonder how many percentage, I wonder how many percentage points we cause the, the dow to go down today i don't want to embellish it but i'm thinking at, at least, least a point at least 100 points at least who, who's this guy coming on did john do that what did, what joel and b just popped on my screen like it like oh i put it in the chat like an hour ago bro Oh, uh, what his helicopter head? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. We can see. Meanwhile, meanwhile, at Camp Camp Sixers, we're you know we're really working on improve on proving on being the best player we can be. I don't have I don't have the heart for them tonight. I no, I don't have the breath for the energy. Man. Back in the in the NBA, it made me think of something and sort of makes us even scarier. There's the Rudy Gobert thing, right? Yeah, and he gets he's sick, right? Yep. And they sort of 
pinned it back on a, 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 a young kid that asked for an autograph because the young kid has the disease as well, or excuse me, the virus. But there's Rudy Gobert who goes against the Raptors that, that day or whatever, the day before or whatever. And literally imagine you, we've all played basketball here, right? You sweat, you, you spit, you do this, you do that throughout the course of a 40 minute game, right? Yep. 60 minute game. And well, most of us here sweat right on through a game. I don't know about all of us. For no, for the guy going like Serge Ibaka, for a guy, you know, posting up against um, Rudy Gobert to not get that. Yeah. But like that guy, like Christian Wood for the Pistons, like he got it or he has it, but like he didn't give it to anybody on the Sixers. Like it, that's even scarier. Like there's people that like have it that don't show symptoms that like pass it to other people. It's like it's really fucking wild, man. It's wild. Yeah. And the problem is we don't have enough tests to even test people. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Like in, in Jersey, the only way you can get the test is if you're spiking at like, I think over 102 with a fever, you have every other symptom and you can prove to them you were, you were exposed to another person that had a guaranteed documented case of it. That's right. the only way they will give you the test. Yeah. Because they don't have enough tests. I don't know if you saw what Matt Barnes said about the Rudy Gobert thing. But he says, quote, uh, what's it say? Matt Barnes on Rudy Gobert not receiving a fine for the Mike incident. He says he shouldn't be, shouldn't be, I guess shouldn't be fine. Someone should just slap the shit out of his goofy ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, has Rudy Gobert come out and said anything in, like... He apologized in a statement. Okay. Uh, we have uh, some Schefter breaking news. <laughs> Amari Cooper intends to re-sign with the Dallas Cowboys on a five-year, $100 million deal. How much guaranteed? I bet 60. I bet, I bet you at least 55, 60 guaranteed. So they're paying... Everybody but the quarterback. Yeah. And they let their one of their best players on defense walk. Yep. No, I mean, you know, that's there kind of is. that's the Eagles Nation breaking five years hundred million for Amari Cooper. Good. He remains on the Cowboys. Did they overpay? I mean, when you look at them, when you look at what the Vikings spent to Get di- or the the bills spent to get digs. No, they said the Redskins pursued him today, but Dallas prevailed. Yeah, that's probably. I mean, you know, because supposedly the, the Giants have money and we're going to go after him too. I mean, he was the biggest name in free agency. You know, that's. I mean, in theory, the Cowboys had top three players in free agency in Dak, Cooper, and Jones, arguably. I now, mean, you know why, now you know why I say go get a corner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we got to deal with him. I'll tell you, I mean, we got to deal with Darius Slayton in New York. You burn us twice in Philly. I mean, <laughs> it's, you know, our it, it don't take much to beat the corners we had last year. So, you know, I don't know. I guess uh, I think we should, I think we should uh, next episode, you know, have some homework done. I think we should bang out a mock draft next episode. Yeah, you that sounds good. That. Down with that. Well, we were talking about that the last a, a couple episodes ago. 
No, well, yeah, I mean, getting closer now, and especially now that we're going to have months with no games, this is, I figured, you know, maybe we all put the work in a little bit. We can kind of go through one by one and see maybe if we, uh, if, if, if we're talented as Mel Kuyper and Tom McShay. Oh, I guarantee you we are. Listen, Absolutely. in our own special little way. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. No, so but I, I guess that. I would think this has been a pretty decent success with the first video. Yeah, yeah. I think I think had this idea all along. What's up? I tell you, I don't know. Some some Jamoke did. <laughs> yeah, well, we tried to do it on the Google Hangout, but it uh, that didn't prevail. So no Skype point. it is. So hey, you know, we I still have to figure out how to get this thing uh, uh, onto uh, onto the interwebs. Speaking of the interwebs, for those listening out there in quarantine, um, be sure to find us on the uh, those social media interwebs at Forfeit Pod, F O U R F E I T Pod on the uh, the Twitter, Facebook, or Instagrams. Listen, follow us, rate us, and hit that subscribe button there on the Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, and/or SoundCloud, or wherever you get your 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 latest pods. It only takes a second to give us a five star or one star. You can also email us at forfeitpod at gmail.com. Thank you for your ears and continued support. Well, fellas, that about does it. Oof. For well, quarantine episode one. One of, I'm going to say at least eight. For at least eight? I'm going to I mean, okay. say two months. What's the over-under? Before we, before we wrap, real quick. Over-under for quarantine episodes. I, Bill's got I eight. Think, I think eight. You're saying I'm going, I'm saying over. Yeah, I'm going ten. Over. I'm going ten. I hope I I hope I see you fine gentlemen in person before then, but let me knock on your door trying to eat all your fucking frosted flakes. That's (laughs) why I eat them my wasabi almonds. (laughs) Each episode we should do a food inventory update for each of us too. Yeah. Yeah. What we got? What what the rations are looking like? You know, you know who's going to be eating good tonight? Mari Cooper. Mari Cooper. Yeah. Mari, hey, quits on his team in the must-win game on the road at the Philadelphia and he gets $100 million. Boy, oh, boy. Man. Go, go, what go, a, go Cowboys. What a world we live in. <laughs> and, then, and then we're going to cut a And we're going to cut yeah. cheaper. I have $16 million on our dead cap space. But, hey, that's next episode hey, to talk that's about. That's next episode. <laughs> go, so, Birds. So, for Bill... J-Lo, Big John Stud, I'm Matt. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Be good. Later, guys. Later. Later. Later.